Hello and welcome to episode 10 of season 2 of the Let's Plan Your Wedding podcast. This will be our last interview with a vendor, and I'm so excited for today's episode. If you've been following along, season 2 took us start to finish through key vendors needed to create your day. From wedding planning, catering, rentals, photography, videography, hair and makeup, and much more. I hope you have spent the time researching, reaching out to, and securing best-in-class vendors to make your wedding come to life. We definitely didn't cover every single vendor out there that you might need. Depending on how DIY your venue or property is, make sure you think through keeping guests safe and comfortable. Do you need a generator, heat lamps, and additional lighting, or perhaps portable restrooms? And getting on and off the property, do you need to hire transportation shuttles? Also thinking through an officiant, ordering rings, outfits for the bridesmaids and groomsmen, maybe the groom, and potentially a little research for hotels and places for guests to stay that you can then add to your website. We're going to talk about ceremony planning early in season three, but I would say with the majority of the building blocks in place, let's finish strong with thinking through areas of personalization for your wedding venue. There are lots of fun and creative ways to entertain guests while they are at your wedding. A creative guest book, a fun seating chart, or themed tables instead of just table numbers. But by far my favorite activity, and the one we're going to talk about today, is a photo booth that offers guests an entertaining and unique experience, and a souvenir photo strip. Today we are talking to Anthony Alcala from the Booth Bus to learn about his company's services and see if a photo booth could be a welcome addition to your event. Welcome, let's dive in. Really, the photo booth experience is is getting people together, creating connections, making memories, uh, and laughter. That's Anthony Alcala, founder of The Booth Bus, a premier photo booth vendor servicing the Monterey Bay, Santa Cruz, and surrounding Bay Area. And I have to agree, I think photo booths are so much fun for guests and lead to sweet and memorable moments with family and friends. But Anthony, how did this all get started for you? The idea of a Volkswagen bus photo booth kind of popped into our minds as we were on a road trip, actually, in the VW bus, and it was an idea we got really excited about. So while some companies bring in backdrops and a camera, Anthony has converted vintage vehicles to bring a special aesthetic to the event. We have three VW buses. We have a 1966 split window bus. We have a 1970, which is Georgie, the original bus, and then a 1971. Also a beautifully converted bicycle that helps capture photos as well, right? Yes, we have a trike. It's a, that's a 1956 English trike that we converted into an open-air booth concept, and her name's Gracie. The website linked below this episode has photos of all these offerings as well, but Anthony, walk us through the options. Our flagship experience is the VW bus, uh, where the photo experience occurs in the interior cabin of the booth, and printed photo strips are printed right on the spot. Our second most popular photo experience is the vintage bike photo booth, and that's an open-air concept. It's a retrofitted uh, trike uh, where we took the photo kiosk that's that's inside our bus uh, onto a trike, and the bike is a capture station. And then we have Gloria, which is our retro booth, and that's a digital booth only, but it's a really fun, uh, packed with a punch, a gift, and boomerang experience. And then we have our virtual booth, which was really popular during the pandemic. Any device that has an internet connection and a camera 
your guests can capture a custom templated photo where that photo is tethered real time to a web gallery or a slideshow that can be rendered onto a TV at the uh, local event. Anthony, what's your advice for how to incorporate this best into the day? How many hours and when should a photo booth arrive on site? Whether you work with us or any photo booth, from my experience, cocktail hour is really a magical time to have a photo booth. It's really where the party kickstarts. In a photo booth, it's a really nice activity for your guest. I have seen this firsthand. After the ceremony, it's a nice way to help guests transition to the party and help them out maybe socially if it's a situation where they don't know that many people. That's exactly it. It's an icebreaker. It's something to do. It's a form of entertainment. The booth bus only has a two-hour minimum, so you could have it just for the cocktail hour or just for the after-dinner reception dancing portion of the event. For those who didn't get a chance to jump into the booth during cocktail hour, it's then another fun thing for them to look forward to do after dinner. Anthony says he leaves it open to his clients to see what's best for their event. Also consider your guest count, because depending on how big your wedding is, not everyone would be able to go through and utilize the photo booth in a couple of hours. I think for a hundred person wedding, you can get away with two hours with everyone having an opportunity to go through the booth at least once. Where if you get beyond 150, then I do think three hours is the, is the minimum and four would be, um, would be really nice to have. Because it's not just the time it takes to come over and to hear about how it works. There's time where the pictures are being taken as well, right? Booth session is going to take anywhere from 30 seconds and then another, our prints come out 15 seconds later. So you're looking at a couple minutes per booth session. You want your guests not to be rushed and have a nice opportunity, not only to do it with their plus one, but to do it with various groups of friends. This is the last time in season two you'll hear me ask this, but when in the wedding planning process is it best to book a specialty photo booth vendor? I think it's okay to reach out at any time. We get inquiries in all stages of the planning process, but at no point is it uh, too early or too late to reach out to us. How nice is that to hear? And very rarely the answer we hear on this podcast. There is a chance for a company like the Booth Bus to do multiple weddings in one day, but there isn't an unlimited capacity for weddings. So how far out do you book out? I would say right around that six-month mark, if um, you're on a Saturday, then chances are we're getting close to being booked. And that's perfect for where you're tracking in this podcast, hopefully still with a little time to go as you button up these last key vendors. What elements of the wedding planning should be done before you book the booth bus? I think venue and date are the really two uh, foundational pieces to secure Although we've had people book us without knowing either of those, and we simply say, just let us know when your date is and what your venue is, and we'll just apply that $500 towards that date, assuming that we're available those days. Or we can switch a booth. Uh, Let's say you book the bus, but in the end, your venue is now upstairs uh, in a ballroom, then we'll switch you to the bike if if we can. How great is that? So with a small deposit, you can secure in an initial stage, the booth bus, and then customize as you continue planning. Are there any other venue consideration, like things the venue needs to have? We need uh, access to power, which we just need one three-prong standard uh, 110 volt plug that we bring extension cords for and wire management tools, or we can supply a generator. And really just that the venue is okay with us being there, I guess, is the, is the biggest one. Do you need to have Wi-Fi on the property? All of them are enhanced with Wi-Fi. 
uh, for like messaging in real time, but none of them require Wi-Fi to work. And does every package come with that on-site attendant? It's a complete uh, comprehensive service that includes unlimited boost sessions, unlimited prints, white label customization, an attendant, uh, high-end unique props, a web galley of everything that's captured, and a creative partner. This creative partner is really what the Booth Bus is known for, helping you design the best experience for you with chances to customize and create something meaningful and unique during your event. In some cases, you could even suggest customizing the rig itself. I want to put a magnet on this bus or a vinyl sticker, or I want to put like postcards all along inside the interior cabin. We really want our photo booths to be a representation of our clients, and we really love to customize stuff. So whatever the client wants to do, we're usually game for it. It is really common in this point in the wedding planning to be a little bit at your wit's end as far as creativity and the logistics of all the details of planning. So having creative partners and people with this mindset, people who genuinely care about making certain elements special, like the booth bus, can be a great use of your budget and energy. I think the last point to remember that we were told from a previous episode about DJs is that if you really want guests to have a a rip-roaring party Make sure to try and take your photo booth and if at all possible during the reception, place it in an area that's close by to both the bar and the dancing, if that's a DJ or a live band. Having those things generally in the same area can make for a really fun reception event. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. <laughs>